Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Rudy Giuliani. Welcome uh, to the Rudy Giuliani Show. And I'm uh, so happy you're with us today. We've got, I'd say, a lot of news to cover, but some of it is really, really fundamentally confusing. I mean, they're beginning to shake up my own thinking here. So let's listen. Now, this, this, this is a candidate for the United States Supreme Court, educated at what are considered to be the greatest institutions in our country. And tell me if this surprises you that you can't answer this question. Cut 11. Can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I can't. You can't? N- not in okay. this context. So I'm not a biologist. Of- so, I don't know. There should have been a little more questioning. Like, is there a context in which you could define a woman? And then finally, do you have any children? And what do you call them? Well, she happens to have, according to the newspapers, two daughters. But I would kind of help her because this might, this might like trigger some intellectual opening for her. Because obviously she's not that quick or smart, even though she had these one, this wonderful education. So I would say, do you have any children? And she would say, yes. And then I would say, well, what are they? What do you mean by that? Well, what sex are they? And she would say, I can't tell. Well, what'd she say? They're two daughters. And then I say, well, you see, the two daughters, well, they're like, so when your two daughters get older, they, they're, they're like women. And, um, are you, do you have a husband? She would say, yes. I'd say, well, what is he? What would you call him? I hope she would say a man. I said, now you got it. What's her first name? Kendall? Hey, Kendall, you got it now, baby. So the ones that look and dress and are anatomically outfitted like your daughters are women. And the ones that look and dress and are anatomically laid out or put together like your husband are men. So now we at least have a Supreme Court justice that knows the difference between men and women. Now, if you can't define woman, you think you're qualified for the court? I don't know. I don't know. I'm joking around a little, right? But isn't she joking around with us when she says she can't define woman? Isn't she insulting us when she does that? I mean, isn't she so woke that any intelligence that she might have is useless? I, you can't define woman? I mean, the, uh, gavel down, let's get a new candidate for the Supreme Court if you can't define woman. I don't know, maybe I put the gavel down when I found out 
that she never, ever once put a pedophile or child molester in prison for the amount of time the prosecutor asked for. She always reduced the sentence. I haven't heard an explanation for it. Were they all very, very uh, uh, unfair cases? Were they all just kind of like poorly treated pedophiles? I mean, were they pedophiles who, you know, just didn't get enough to eat uh, and therefore they became pedophiles? Or uh, basically uh, sexual abusers in general? Uh, I mean, what, and what is this thing about? In California, they reduced, they reduced the sentences for pedophiles, the Democrats did. What's going on with these Democrats and pedophiles? I don't get it. I mean, we should be able to agree on stuff like this goes matters about children and matters about, you know, sex and stuff like that kind of goes beyond politics. You know, uh, Republican and Democrat is not a gender or sex, you know. (laughs) Abusing a child should outrage every worthy human being, right? And I think if we follow the science, then the science says that pedophilia is not curable, at least not by any modern technique. So when you're dealing with that kind of crime, you're dealing with a permanent lifetime predator. You know, I was in law enforcement a very, very long time, and there are two things that are very, really required to have decent law enforcement in this country, a democracy. And one, of it, one of it is to separate politics and law enforcement. Uh, any, anybody who has a tendency to use a different standard of proof for a Republican, a Democrat, a liberal, or a conservative is, in my view, not only unethical, but um, oh, they're pretty close to a criminal. I mean, they, they are defiling. They're defiling the most precious thing we have, which is respect for the law. And how much? How much of that defiling has taken place in the last four or five years in the effort to cast aside any law, any regulation, uh, uh, attorney-client privilege, to, just to get Trump? Get Trump at any cost. Now, I don't know how bad you thought Trump was, but he was nowhere in a category where you would cast aside any. This is not Putin. You know, I mean, this is not and I'm, I'm not sure you should cast aside every law to get Putin. That's a good argument. I would say the argument is pretty clear with Hitler. The, the, the question of that that Lindsey Graham brought up, which is an interesting question to raise. You know, is it just is it justified to kill a dictator who's going to kill a lot of people. So I think you can almost do it better by example. Very few people wouldn't agree that it would have been better if you had assassinated Hitler somewhere in the 30s, right, before he got to the final solution. So uh, in addition to the uh, 6 million Jewish people and the 6 million other people that he slaughtered in concentration camps, that doesn't count the people that he slaughtered in villages, when he raided villages, actually, in some cases, not as viciously as um, as Putin did, because some of these countries he took over were partially uh, cooperating. 
So he didn't have to do the destruction that they did. When he got to Russia, he had to, but not taking over Czechoslovakia and Poland and whatever. France, he got a resistance and he had to kill a lot of people, but he didn't have to level France. He had a better army than Putin. Uh, but the reality is, I imagine I'd like to find an ethicist that would argue with me that you shouldn't have killed Hitler in 19, let's say, 34 or 35 or 36. Because, I, you know, I, murder, murder's got to be approached with tremendous sanctity and with tremendous care and with – I'm going to tell you a story about Donald Trump that's going to surprise you maybe or maybe not. Okay, you get an idea that the man was a much deeper thinker than they'd like to give him credit for. And so was Ronald Reagan, who I work for. The reason that Donald Trump did not bomb Iran after they destroyed our drone. Now, this is a man who had already bombed uh, Syria like hell when they walked across the, 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 uh, the red line of using chemical weapons. Obama failed to do it 11 times because like like, uh, I'm sorry, like Biden, he's a coward and a liar and a bull artist. I mean, you don't you don't tell people red line, use chemical weapons and I'm going to bomb you. And then you don't do it. Then you don't do it. Then you don't do it. That's how you become not a leader. Which Biden has done in 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 massive technicolor and neon lights by constantly saying, I'm not going to use troops, I'm not going to use troops, no, no troops, no troops, no, oh, no, 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 Vladimir, there'll be no troops, no fly zone, oh, no, 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 no fly, I don't want to have a confrontation with you, oh, I'm so scared, I'm so scared, come on, pathetic, pathetic. Lindsey Graham, to his credit, although my initial thing was to disagree with him about killing uh, Putin, when I thought about it the next day, I said, this is a much, much closer question, right? It's not a, it doesn't have an obvious answer like Hitler, because whatever Putin is so far, yet he's not Hitler. Could he be Hitler? Does he show tendencies of being Hitler? He sure does. So does Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping, we have no idea how many people he kills. We know as a rough number that from the beginning of the communist era, they have slaughtered 60 million, 60 million of their own people. I don't know. I don't know all of history plus numbers in ancient days were not kept, but we didn't have populations that we have today. Hard for me to believe there's ever been a dictator or a group of dictators or a philosophy like communism that resulted in the killing of 60 million of your own people, which, by the way, all by itself should be a reason why young people should turn away from communism and socialism. Uh, you don't need anything else, need to know anything else than it always turns violent. And it turns violent because there is a principle of Marx and Engels and uh, Lenin and Stalin and um, uh, he, there's a principle operating principle at the core of it that kind of swirls around and swirls around and swirls around and then it always results in violence and then it often results in massive violence like the Black Lives Matter movement is a communist movement. I know they don't tell you that but it's run by three 
trained, proud Marxist. If you look at its manifesto, it's a based on, without any doubt, the Communist Manifesto, including the idea of grabbing your children away from you and having the state educate them because you don't really know how to educate them. And either knowingly or unknowingly, the Democrat Party has been captured by that because the communist-inspired teachers' union has gotten them to do it. That's why you get guys like McAuliffe saying parents should have nothing to do with children. Or, for example, the woman who wrote 1619, who is, for all intents and purposes, part of the Black Lives Matter movement, part of the uh, part of part of the uh, defund the police movement. She said that parents should have nothing to do with children's educational curriculum because they don't know anything about it. She feels incapable of doing anything about it. Wait a second. Didn't she write a history? In other words, she's incapable of helping her kid with history, but she's going to tell your kid history. Maybe that's the reason why it isn't history. It's garbage. She isn't a historian. She's a polemicist, a a person who writes political garbage, uh, except for the New York Times, which has lost really if, – if if you think they have any intellectual capacity at all, they've they lost it a long time ago. When you can publish 1619 as a history, then you're a, you're, you're, you're a fool and you're being used by communism to try to take over the United States and you, should, you, have the, you don't have the inability to see it. I mean it's, it's the kind of newspaper that took 16 months to figure out that the hard drive was authentic when it took me – Three days. Huh? Is that because I'm a lot smarter than them or is it because I'm a lot more honest than they are? You, you figure it out while you take a break and when you come right back, I'll tell you what I think the answer is. Coming up at 3.55 p.m., listen to Rudy Giuliani for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Mayor's Final Thoughts on 77 WABC. You may have to say goodbye to George Washington being in your pocket. Are we about to see the end of the dollar? On March 9th, Joe Biden signed an executive order for digital money. This executive order piggybacks off Democrat Bill 3571, the Digital Dollar Banking Act for All Act. Forbes says digital money to be the ultimate financial censorship tool. Wired Magazine said digital currency issued by a central bank can be used as a tool for government surveillance of citizens. NBC News says if the cash is electronic, the government can just erase 2% of your money every year. If you have as little as 25000 and want to protect it outside of the system from the greedy hands and reach of socialist Democrats like Joe Biden, I implore you to get Monetary Goals Complimentary Protection Guide. Call 888-204-2141 and tell them Rudy Giuliani sent you and the guide is free. Or visit them at monetarygold.com. The views and opinions expressed by the individual hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect the policies or positions of WABC Radio, its management, or its sponsors. Stay connected 24-7. Join the conversation. Like 77 WABC on Facebook. W-A-B-C. Sometimes entertaining, sometimes serious, always compelling. This is Talk Radio 77 WABC. Towns, uh, Jackson's inability to define woman. Uh, and let's see what she had to say about only giving three-month sentence to a 
pedophile because we should listen to her explanation. This is this. I mean, she's entitled. I mean, she's got a record that looks terrible, but she's entitled to explain it. Uh, let's go to cut eight. The guideline was based originally on uh, a, a statutory scheme and on directives, specific directives by Congress at a time in which more serious child pornography offenders were identified based on the volume, based on the number of photographs that they received in the mail. And that made totally total sense before when we didn't have the Internet, when we didn't have distribution. But the way that the guideline is now structured, based on that set of circumstances, is leading to extreme disparities in the system because it's so easy for people to get volumes of this kind of material now by computers. I guess this means the following. That volume used to be the basis for determining uh, what kind of sentence you got. So if you had only one or two, you got a short sentence. If you had 50, 60, 100, 1,000, you got a bigger one. But nowadays, because of the Internet, it's much easier to get 1,000. So therefore, it isn't as big a crime if you have 1,000 uh, pictures of little children in sexual poses or whatever you would define, well, that would be one, or doing sex, for that matter. I don't get that one either. I don't get that one either. And I don't, I don't understand under any circumstances why you would give three months to a pedophile. Uh, that, she can't define a woman, and she called uh, a Bush a war criminal? And we can put her on a Supreme Court forever, for the rest of her damn life. Uh, I know, I know, it's hard. Everybody be called a racist. I don't know. Close your eyes. Take away white, brown, pink, yellow. If it was a white woman and she said, I'm only going to give three months to a pedophile. Or uh, George Bush is a war criminal. Or Rumsfeld is a war criminal. In uh, in responding to the vicious attack and the killing of so many of my friends, he's a war criminal? Or is he defending the United States from another vicious extremist Islamic attack? By the way, Judge Jackson, if I say the words... Extremist Islamic attack, those words were never uttered by President Obama. Even when the people were killed at Fort Hood and the guy was yelling, Allah Akbar, the phony, lying, corrupt Obama administration described it as workplace violence. Why in God's name do we want to ingratiate ourselves to Islamic terrorists? What's going on? What's the sickness that produces that? What's the sickness that produces not being able to define a man and a woman? What is it? It isn't funny anymore. You know why it's not funny anymore? Because you're destroying our country. 
you want to destroy. And then with the threat of packing the court, you, you want to destroy, destroy our form of government and our way of life. The same uh, philosophy, the same movement that has somebody like Jackson say, I can't define man or woman, is one that says parents should have very little to do with the education of their children because if they do, they will interfere in the higher objective of making their children basically automatons, automatons who are creatures of the state that will go along with a country of pure dependency, that will go along with a country that can't defend itself and is going to have an army that's trained in being very diverse but very unable to kill anybody or a country in which a few people will pay 70% taxes so that most people don't have to work. All of these ideas are connected together. It's not like separate ideas in you can't defend, you can't define a man and a woman or you give pedophiles three months or you defund the police, which she was in favor of, by the way. Or you somehow call President Bush, who was defending his country against the worst domestic attack it ever had. You call him a war criminal? This is the kind of balance we want for the Supreme Court of the United States. We want somebody on the Supreme Court of the United States who can't define a woman? And calls Bush a war criminal? Huh? And whose whole record has been one in which she falls over backwards, foolishly, to accommodate criminals. Well, there's another side to it that the left-wing ideologues don't realize. That results in the death of innocent people. The more scope you give to criminals, the more crimes they commit and the more innocent people are victims. If you don't get that, you don't belong in a position of responsibility, much less the Supreme Court of the United States. Well, we'll be back ultimately with the mayor's final word and then also with chat with the mayor. We got a couple lined up, some really good calls, and we'll go into a couple of more subjects equally as perplexing as this one. Be back in a minute. The Rudy Giuliani Show. Hello again, America. You're listening to the Rudy Giuliani Show. And uh, we've got lots to cover. Lots of very, very unusual developments today. We'll get to the phones in just a moment. But I just want you to hear our president, who's um, you know, going to go off and represent us again. I don't know how much damage will do to us this time. But listen to this clip, and then we'll talk about it. Number One of the top military people said to me in a secure meeting the other day, 60, 60 million people died between 1900 and 1946. And uh, since then, we established a liberal world order, and that hadn't happened in a long while. A lot of people died, but nowhere near the chaos. And now is a time when things are shifting. We're going to, there's going to be a new world order out there. And we've got to lead it. We've got to unite the rest of the free world in doing it. What? First of all, we became a liberal world order 
after 1950? Anybody want to tell Ronald Reagan that? Hmm? A liberal world order? I'm not even sure I know what that means. And it is true, less people died after 50 than before, but we did have the Korean War, the Vietnam War. We had uh, the Soviet War in Afghanistan, <laughs> right? We had the uh, the first uh, uh, Iraq War. Oh, what am I missing? I mean, we had all, all of the uh, wars in the Middle East. It, not as if we moved into pacifism. We didn't have a we didn't have a worldwide major maniac who drove uh, us into a world war like we you know like we some people think we may have in Putin, but uh, we number one we did not have a liberal world order that's totally as you know intelligent as his talking about corn pop and uh, now new world order frightens me. I mean, it sounds an awful lot like George Orwell, right? It is George Soros. I mean, now we now we see that the guy who put up the most money is getting his money's worth out of uh, Dodo. The guy that's the biggest sponsor in money or pretty close to the biggest sponsor in money of Antifa, Black Lives Matter, which is a completely uh, a communist organization. It's manifesto is a rewrite of, of Karl Marx's manifesto. You really have to be uneducated in uh, Western history in the 19th and 20th century not to realize that. It follows the guidelines without any question, and you can go back to some of my podcasts way, way back, and I predicted this you know, earlier than most. Uh, I summed it up with one that I did uh, for the end of last year called Express Train to Marxism. And we've been on that for a long time, only realizing it really, or all of us realizing it in the last two years with Biden, because he is too dumb, too stupid, and too demented to hide it. But imagine what would have happened if you asked him, when he said that, if the press asked him to define new world order. Can you imagine the moronic, idiotic, ridiculously simplistic, childish explanation you would have gotten. Do you think that you actually think Joe Biden is capable of defining what he means by the new world order? First of all, I, I know Joe Biden for 35 years. He wouldn't have been capable of it 20 years ago. He would have uh, stumbled and bumbled and gone to try to find someone to write it out for him and tell him because his ability to analyze and to think is extremely impaired by a very low intellect. Now it's extremely impaired by illness. But the words are very dangerous words. This, this New World Order, person most famous for that expression, is his now uh, 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 patron, uh, George Soros. So I don't know, if you follow the money and you want to figure out Biden, which is about the only way to figure him out because he doesn't make any sense when he talks – if all the money, I mean, he, uh, the people who pay the most money are the Chinese communists. So we'd have to say they have the biggest influence on him. Since he never does anything to harm China, since he never takes a hard position with regard to China, and since he proclaimed uh, during the campaign for president that China is really pretty harmless and not really an enemy of the United States, 
I, I, you know, a lot of people thought that just came from his well-known stupidity about foreign policy enunciated by Gates, who was the defense secretary in uh, Obama's administration, that Biden has never been correct about a matter of foreign policy in his entire life, which seems like an overstatement, but it's not. But um, he's going to go over there to Europe and we're going to have a new world order. You know, now, now we can, we can, uh, Soros is not mentally deficient. Soros is quite smart. And he is very precise about what a new world order is. The new world order is the end of the United States government. So when I tell you they want to change our form of government, the new world order wants to make us subservient to an international government, a kind of bigger EU that would encompass the U.S., this is what you voted for, maybe in sufficient numbers to elect him, but maybe not. That's still being investigated, believe it or not. Uh, but in any event, you know, legally he's there. And you can't get rid of him except through impeachment. And then if you impeach him, <laughs> then you get, let me see if I can do it right. Uh uh, uh, Russia is a big country. Ukraine is a small country. And the big country wants the small country. That's how she explains the war, I guess, to first graders. No, it was the Washington Press Corps. Well, maybe the same thing. Uh, then she has another one. I mean, she keeps repeating the same words and. What is it? Is there like a is there a requirement that you can't get in the White House if you have over 100 IQ? You know, Biden says his IQ is 132. Well, I don't remember like IQ numbers, but I think that's like pretty high. Whatever it, whatever the right number is for dummy, that's that's his IQ. Uh, but this isn't about IQ now. This is about ideology. It's about where they're taking the country. It's about destroying our form of government, our institutions. It's starting to make sense now why they wanted to pack the Supreme Court. It's starting to make sense why they trashed the freedom of religion, actually with court cases, reversing them now during during the pandemic. It's starting to make sense that their governors, which I warned you about, were showing autocratic tendencies during the pandemic and taking over like they were little petty dictators. It's all starting to make sense now. I about a third of the way through that, I kind of got the point of it. I, I saw the connection to the Marxist continuum to taking over a government. But wow, when you start saying new world order, you're you're really signaling pretty high, hard that you want to give our democracy. You want to get rid of our fountain. I mean, you tear their statues down. You allow kneeling during our national anthem and it's OK to burn off flags. So you obviously want something different. So let's go. To Joe, and see Hello? what he has to say. Joe, how are Hello, you? Hello, Rudy. How are you? Good. I just have a response to Kamala Harris's asinine remark yeah, I'd love comparing to hear January 6th to 9-11. I'd love to hear that. I just wanted to say that I compare the Biden-Harris presidency to 9-11. <laughs> what do you think of that one? I would, I would reject that too, Joe. To me, to me, uh, to me, nine eleven is something very unique. 
very hurtful. And I have to tell you, Joe, I'm disappointed that you said that. Uh, I, I just don't think we should start. Com- you, you want to compare it to something. I don't know. Compare it to Pearl Harbor, I guess, if you want. Or compare it to compare it to what Putin is doing. But I mean, the, the Biden Harris administration should be compared to Benedict Arnold. You want to do that? I can go along with you. Cause I'm at the point where I think this has to be deliberate. You you can't say these stupid things and there's not something behind it. And every day they sell out our country. So, no, I would not at all compare it to September 11th. Let's go to Jay in Ohio. Hello. Hi, Jay. Hey. Hello, Mr. Mayor. Hello? I'm right here. I'm right here. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I just wanted to talk about about the um, about the New World Order. Yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever. They, they, yeah. they want to take down the United States, but they also want to take down uh, Russia, especially Putin, because Putin is standing in the way. They've been trying to take over Russia for the longest. They tried to assassinate Putin, and you know this is like their this is like their golden opportunity to finally get him out of the way, because they already took over our country already with Biden. They installed they have him installed. We actually had a soft coup. Biden is not the real president. Who is? Trump should have been the president. Oh, you mean you mean you don't believe that that Biden actually won that he cheated. Of course not. Yeah, okay, okay, I get, I get that. I mean, you know, you're not allowed to say, we may get put in jail for saying that because we're no longer yeah. a democracy. We're not allowed to have that opinion. Listen, listen, we're still America. They haven't won the battle yet. We're still fighting. And ultimately, I feel Well, I will tell you, out. I will tell you that the process that you see going on with the hard drive, for which I was accused of being a Russian spy, a liar, a person who wanted to just stop Biden from being president. I don't know what else I was accused of, which has now been if, – if actually, if you carefully look at what's been put out, it's been completely vindicated, completely. And it reveals – and don't hold me to this because I've never sat down. It, it reveals 100 serious crimes, including racketeering, bribery. Uh, not only reveals it in many cases, proves it just by virtue of the evidence in the hard drive. But if you take like the money from the from 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 the um, Chinese communists, as Miranda Devine's great book, a "Hard Drive from Hell," points out, um, you know there are plenty. Of, there's, there's a witness to that also, Bobolinsky and several other witnesses. So it's not just a hard drive and the text. And but the best the best definition of the conspiracy is given by Hunter Biden, who's one of the co-conspirators, who says for thirty years. I've given Pop half of everything I earn. I'm required to give Pop half of everything I earn, plus I pay all the expenses for the family. That's how the conspiracy or the racketeering enterprise uh, worked. And you could almost confine it to when Biden was appointed point man by Obama, which happened four times. He had objectives to achieve for the United States. He miserably failed in achieving those objectives. Never got one. And his family, in each one of those cases, made millions. Let's go to um, let's go to uh, uh, Jim 
Let's go to Jim. Hello, 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 Grandpa Rudy. How are you doing? <laughs> Great, I love that. Good. Uh, My grace is beautiful. <laughs> it's the sweetest word in the world. I'm a grandpa, too. Good. Uh, I despise Putin as every decent human being does. But I believe if I were one of his advisors, I have a way he could avoid punishment if he were captured. Let me explain. Please, I'd love to hear. He goes to, he goes to a hospital in Moscow, has a sex change operation, <laughs> and then if he sees, he claims he's transgender, and therefore he's being... Uh, uh, Rudy, by the way, I'm not a conservative. I'm a centrist. But I think, that's <laughs> but you, I think maybe you're a comedian. That's pretty good. Of course, he would be one ugly whatever he'd be, you know. But uh, if he were trans, you know, if you, he if you I have a feeling if you said you he, he was ugly, that's a capital offense in Russia. Uh, might be capital fun, offense in parts of uh uh, Congresswoman Omar's district. I don't know, but the thing is, uh, <laughs> but to me, it said would be a wouldn't it be the perfect way for him to avoid punishment? Perhaps, perhaps you got to call more often, Jim. Oh, I will, Rudy. Yeah, you. Rudy. I mean, you you add a you add a certain uh, humor to to these things that's really very very funny. But I mean, it it, it uh, he really would screw everybody up if he. But I I have a feeling that this guy's a real macho macho man. You know, with those pictures of him uh, on the horse and. Uh, he claims he can lift, you know, 600 pounds. And do you remember, I don't know how old you are. Do you remember Mal used to do this? Mal once claimed that he sw he swam like about 600 miles of the Yangtze River. Yeah, he's like, he's like uh, the Kim Jong, what, the guy in in, uh, in North Korea who, who got eight holes in one and nine in, in, in one round <laughs> right, of golf. Right. You know, these people are crazy. Yeah, they are. And they are. And they think the people are stupid. So what did you think? I'd love to get your comment on this. What did you think of the Supreme Court justice nominee not being able to define the word woman? Well, uh, I'm no lawyer, and I don't play one on TV, but my thought is because society has changed so greatly, I mean, the very fact that you have to say they now. When I was in school, if I said they for single, I would have whacked my hand. And uh, it was he, you're he or she or it or they or MX or PS or, or whatever the heck it is. The point is that lawyers have to be precise. So I will give her that much in this environment. You can't really define the stuff legally. There's probably a good joke in that. And I'll call you tomorrow. All right. Well, you call me. You call me tomorrow. I, 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 this is great because we talk about such serious subjects. You have to have some humor. So we'll be back very shortly with the mayor's final words. Let me see if I can make it humorous. <laughs> it's time for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, Mayor's Final Thoughts. Yes, this is uh, Rudy Giuliani with the Mayor's Final Thoughts, brought to you by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation cares for catastrophically wounded warriors who need special homes built for them and builds those homes. And it cares for the families that are left behind by those uh, uniform service members, military and uh, domestic law enforcement, uh, who need help in, for example, paying for the mortgage that's left behind or other expenses that are left behind. And all you have to do to help them is to make out a, a check or money order or wire transfer for $11 a month to T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. It really is something that you should look into. Oh, gosh, it's something you should do. So my my uh, final uh, thoughts today are going to um, 
focus on the Supreme Court justice because there's a political correctness that um, moves in favor of just, you know, uh, taking her because we have to, because we're going to look racist if we don't. Now, I let's take race and gender, if, the, if you can define gender, I don't even know. I don't even know if I'm using the right word anymore. Is it gender or take sex or take? Oh, how about we make we make believe she's a white male who, among the left, is the most hated individual in the world. In fact, uh, according to our attorney general, who is completely useless, and the head of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, who doesn't think that Bagram is a strategic location for an air base, even though it's 400 miles from China. Uh, according to them, those geniuses or very loyal Americans, uh, the the re- the reality is that it's more important for our military to be woke, and the worst criminals in America are white supremacists. So, I mean, this this they say this despite the fact that we're once again on our way to setting records for increases in homicide. Uh, this year and last year we did set records for it and I would like someone to produce the number of white supremacists or the percentage of white supremacists that were responsible for those murders and then I'd like to get it broken down by other groups and in terms of responsible for those murders and let's see who are the most dangerous people in the country but in any event in any event there's a point beyond which You should not be on the Supreme Court. So my rule for the Supreme Court has always been you do not uh, use partisan politics to determine the Supreme Court. If a president gets elected, he should be able to pick or she should be able to pick the candidate for the Supreme Court that most closely resembles their philosophy. Or easier put, if it's a Republican president, you would expect right-wingers. If it's a Democratic president, you'd expect left-wingers. However, you do not expect people that are so far out, there is no wing because they've fallen off the cliff. Jackson has fallen off the cliff. Uh, I mean, this is, uh, this is QAnon on steroids, just reversed to the, to, to, to the left. I'm sorry. If you can't define woman, you don't belong on the Supreme Court. I don't really suggest that she's so stupid she can't define woman. I'm saying she has a political philosophy where it would be embarrassing to define woman. Now now you are attacking a fundamental value of the United States, aren't you? You're changing our government. You're changing our country. You know, uh, with, with all this stuff about children should be taken away from their parents at two years and children should have no role and the education of their children, which comes from Miss 1619. And there's a human right uh, 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 in the Charter of the United Nations that, that, that until the age of majority, parents have basically the right to, to approve and to determine what should be done with their children. Don't you see what's happening? The government is getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and bigger, and bigger, and it's swallowing up everything, everything. That's why welfare was increased to what it was. Make more people dependent, 60%, 70%. Get taxes up to 80%. Get 
get a small group of Americans to fund a very large group of Americans who do no work. We're having a work problem now because the dependency programs pay more than work. This is moving very, very quickly. It has to be stopped. These comments today by the president, although, uh, I'm sorry, these comments today by by, uh, Jackson and the comments by, um, well, the comments really by Harris also, the ignorant comments by Harris, we've got to put our foot down. I mean, if, if you if you have trouble with basic definitions like this because of you're so politically frightened, you are not qualified for the Supreme Court of the United States. Whether you're a Republican, Democrat, white, black, pink, yellow, we need people who will stand up for our country and stand up for our Constitution. God bless America. And God, please, guide us and help us.